Hello and welcome to Piece of Me, the podcast by Zalando. I'm Janine Matos, your host and Senior Program Manager for Partner Services here at Zalando. In each episode, I welcome an inspirational expert from Zalando to take a deep dive into our exciting and multifaceted industry and also share lots of practical tips and trends to help you on your own career and work journey. Each guest brings in three items as they reveal their motivations, stories, and what they've learned along the way. A piece that is close to their heart, one from their career, and one from their role at Zalando. It's a packed show. Let's get started with my guest today, Giuliola Tonin, Team Lead Home and Living at Lounge by Zalando. Hi, Giuliola. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you here and having somebody from Lounge actually joining. Oh, thanks, Janine, for inviting me first. I'm also happy to be here and, yeah, represent a little bit uh, the Lounge. <laughs> I can't wait to present to everyone who's listening what Lounge actually is, what do you do, what your team actually focus on. But before we actually go into that, can you just list quickly what your three items are? Yes, sure. I brought here, it's my pencil case. It's a notebook, a paper one, and it is also a dictionary. I'm pretty boring, I would say. It's always writing, pencil, reading. But yeah, that's pretty much what I am. <laughs> I wouldn't say boring. Each of them have their own story. So looking forward to the stories that you will tell about them. But, Giliola, before we actually go into the three pieces, let's first talk about Lounge, which is called Lounge by Zalando now, what it is, and actually also what your team focuses on. Let's start with what is Lounge. Oh, yes. Pretty happy to introduce to you a little bit more to Lounge. And Janine, I think we can always switch to my nickname. I know it's pretty difficult to pronounce my Giliola. But everybody knows me as Lily, so you may be just go with my nickname if it is okay for you. Happy to. Thank you. And then we also want everyone to find your episode and know that we are talking to you exactly. and not be questioning who exactly. is Juliola. I think they would <laughs> uh, pretty sure about it. Yes. Um, what is Lounge? Lounge was uh, founded pretty this, at the beginning of the Zalando story. So we were on the market almost at the same time, which was 11 or 12 years ago, I think. And what differentiates Lounge to Zalando is that we normally organize campaigns, so flash sales, let's say. These are offers we bring online and are limited in our time. So we are online, I don't know, pretty with the same brands as in Zalando, but just for three days. And this is mainly driven by the fact that we have a limited offer behind it or a limited stock, which we receive directly from the brands also Zalando is working with. And we also, uh, differently than Zalando, offer these products always uh, with a discount from their normal retail price. And it is uh, done because the offer we get are not surely the latest uh, products on the market or the latest uh, collection that they have. So it's a little bit maybe from previous uh, seasons or leftovers or other type of article which uh, Zalando don't have on the platform at that time. But home and living, I mean, we don't have that at Zalando, so yeah, actually there is I, a niche. <laughs> I wanted also to say, and one differentiation between Zalando and Lounge, it's my team. 
Exactly. I'm very happy that you notice it. And this is also nothing new. So it has started also from pretty the first day of uh, launch that we also offer home products, uh, home and electronics. For example, in my team, there's a buyer who is in charge about uh, textile, home textile, which is uh, everything you need for your bedroom or for your bathroom. Another buyer is in charge for the kitchen, which is tableware, glasses for eating, cooking, pan and pots. Another buyer is in charge for decoration and small furniture. We are limiting the sizing of the furniture, but it is maybe a side table or a wall art or a vase, everything what is considered decoration. And there's another uh, buyer who is uh, in charge just about electronics, which is similar in this case to the electronics you also offer on Zalando, which is uh, headphones or smartwatches and so on. We do have also kitchen appliances, so the mixer, the blender. Plus, similar to Zalando, we also offer beauty appliances, so... I must say, I am a huge fan of Lounge, and I have a lot, actually, of items that your team brought into Lounge. My carpet in my living room, my glasses, and my oh, plates in my kitchen. To so, um <laughs> Thank you very much. We feel we are very small within the Zalando world, but every time I talk to somebody, I say, oh, I love it. And so I saw the home living, and everybody is uh, pretty much enjoying So. I'm also advertising here. <laughs> yeah, I'm very grateful for your team and for <laughs> the offers you you bring into Zalando Lounge. <laughs> Thanks. I'm very happy to hear about it because, as I said, it's, uh, of course, a small unit, uh, but um, it is so singular. It is so different. At the same time, it fits to our customer base so well. A woman, you want to dress up your home as well, so... I really think it's a very nice uh, additional offer for all our Zalando customers. But moving away from home and living, I would really like to know from the three items you mentioned, which of those three is now close to your heart? Yeah, it's my pencil case. <laughs> Here it is. Explain how it looks like, please. It's beige, I see. Um, no, it's more pink or rosé if we use uh, fashion uh, descriptions. <laughs> so it's very fancy, of course. It's not uh, an old one. Yeah, it's, um, but it's not about the form because it, this is just one of the examples of the many I have. For me, pencil case, it's uh, related to my love of uh, writing and um, also writing in sense of doing some sketches or painting or writing down notes uh, and using my pen. I always have it with me. I can't leave my home without uh, having something to write in my pocket or in my bag. And this is something I really have always with me. I change a lot. I have a collection of pens. Each of these is, uh, I use them dependent of my humor, my mood, what I'm writing down, uh, if I want to keep it, if I wanted to throw it away. So there's a history behind each of my pencils. And I can swear you, in next week I'm leaving for three weeks holiday. And the first thing I think is to plan up front 
what pants will I need and which paper should I bring with me? I'm going to the seaside, so it has to be waterproof. There will be surely no fountain pen, but a bigger one and, and so on and so on. And this is my major issues before leaving for holiday because I get really nervous. I could, <laughs> I could really... Uh, jump up in a moment if I don't have a pen and go in and search for a shop where I can get one. It's something it's <laughs> part almost of, um, I don't know, it's uh, my body, like my glasses and my phone. And yeah. Do you have like, oh, it has all to fit in this one pencil case? Or do you just take then the full range and fill up your suitcase? No, that's impossible. I have too much. As I said, I collect a lot and different and every edition which is coming out. There's just one I really use since I am very small and it is a very old fountain pen from a traditional, uh, let's say, company, which is very small and it is perfect because it fits to everything when I'm also with a small bag. That one is one I take with me almost regularly and always. I think I have... Uh, in the meantime, all colors that have been brought out, all pencil uh, thickness and so on. And I'm sorry, but my two sons uh, got these pens as soon as they could write. And now they have the same tick and the same. <laughs> and same but that's nice. It's a little uh, family yeah, tradition that you initiated. Absolutely. We sometimes just talk about pens and fountain pens. But okay, that's another story. <laughs> And yes, it's, as I said, it's uh, sometimes driven by my mood. But what do you write? It's not a diary for sure. It's more when I have thoughts, I need to put them down. I need to write them down. I, um, sometimes it's my psychologist. I went through a very bad time lately when I lost a beloved person. And everybody was telling me, go to a psychologist, let you help by yourself. But I realized that my books and my writing down my feeling was my best partner, my best uh, contact. I don't know. I had it when I needed. It was not answering, of course, but at least this was giving me the possibility to put down in words what I was feeling, which is also a very important to do to describe it in order to get that help. But yeah, for example, I have another very nice tradition. Unfortunately, it's uh, gone a little bit because my sons are too grown ups and they don't stick to it. But when they were small and they were asking me, what do you want as a present, uh, as a mummy for Christmas time and so on, I always wish to receive a letter from them. And I always ask to write me a letter, please. And of course, I have all of them and I have it since they start writing and could write. Until, yeah, lately, unfortunately, now they go to other presents, which is for me something pity. Because new I, pens. Also, of course, new pens. <laughs> This year there was a pen. But yeah, that was my best wish. And I love and sometimes, yeah, I know that it has been a little bit lost, this um, writing. But if I can, there's also a lot of occasions where... I write down a letter to the person I'm going and I have friends and uh, people who know me who always thanks me a lot about this letter, which is maybe because it's so out of use now that it's become so special. I remember also when I was a teenager that there was a time where I would send, I would have pen pals. So I'm from Portugal. So my friends and I would send letters to one another. 
And then out of sudden, the messenger came. So we stopped sending actually letters and we'll just meet in the messenger to then talk to each other, which of course gave a way more prompt answer and conversation. But I also sometimes miss this feeling of like, oh, there's the letters. Finally, I got a reply. But with phones and everything, it's of course now. It's limited. But as I said, in some very good occasions, bad or good, let's say, I try to go back, even if it is writing just a birthday letter or wishing happy birthday and then write down a little bit of text on it. I always have very, very good uh, experiences and people thanking me of the time I took to write them down. You also said that you paint. So you paint, you said like with watercolors, but also with pencils. So is there like something you like really to paint or to sketch? It's more sketching. It's not with color. I do it really with the pens I have in my hands. And it's more doodling and sketching. And this is something I do very, very often also while working because it keeps me super concentrated. When I'm writing, I am very concentrated. And I see that uh, I use it quite often also in meetings. Not that I get bored, but it is for me a way of really concentrating on what is said. I know I'm not maybe sometimes looking at a person who is uh, talking about it. it is for me. So people know, I mean, I always have something to sketch, to write. The second item I brought exactly, it, it is my notebook, my Moleskine. I use it since ages. And I just write down, put sketches, draw something, highlight nice sentences I have been hearing around. I want to use and uh, to bring back to my next speech, to my next meeting. And yeah, it's a working station for me. <laughs> so is that notebook that you brought the career item or there's a Lando item? The one of my career, yeah. So we will go from pencils to your notebook. That is your career item, but you also sketch in it, as you said. But why is the notebook then your career item? It is because I take a lot of notes. I meant this before when I am in meeting, but I'm also a person who keeps on reading a lot. So I told you at the beginning, oh my God, it's just about paper books and writing. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I read a lot. I try to learn a lot. I want to keep up with um, my business in the way of management, for example, I read a lot and I write down a lot of different notes, uh, which I want maybe to practice uh, what I've been uh, learning. So it's my it's, uh, accompany me in my career. And yeah, that's supported the, this thought I have and this principle that you never stop learning, you never stop improving. And also you never stop maybe changing them because the situation has changed or because it is requested you to be changed. So it's, um, yeah, it's, I need always to put it down somewhere when I want to do it. I would say I need three books per year still. And in previous time, I needed much more. And sometimes I go back before throwing them away, shredding them, because there's also very important information. I go back to them and I look at my sketches, I think over the time when I wrote, or I find sentences I forgot or notes I forgot. So so then let's go to the next book you brought, which is a dictionary, you said, and that is your Zalando piece. 
At that time, when I decided to move to Zalando, I really choose first Zalando and then the job. I always say that first the company, and then I will check if they maybe have something also in my direction or for my skills. So it's about languages. So it's a dictionary. And this was exactly the, the reason why I moved to Zalando and I wanted to be at Zalando. And uh, fortunately, there was also a position for my skill or where to bring my skill. I came from a job situation where there was not this internationality, where there was not this mix of culture. And I realized after a couple of years that I was really suffering behind that. I mean, I lived half of my life in Italy and half of my life outside Italy, up then, of course, a long time in Berlin. Maybe the only thing I can accept is to say, yeah, I am from Europe and not from Asia or Africa. That's the only thing that defined me maybe in this sense. Being in an in a environment or in a job environment where this was uh, maybe strange, it was maybe singular, it was maybe, it made me feel a little bit not uh, in the place where I wanted to be so Zalando was for me the mix of culture and I really wanted to have and to breathe during my job. I love to be within people of all different cultural languages, uh, um, way of doing things and talking uh, and yeah, these mixtures and this uh, diversity and everything. And, and this is exactly this event, uh, Zalando. I really miss it also when I am in my private life, for example, because, of course, you have to do with a lot of Italians or with a lot of germs. And I say, oh, I need some <laughs> to introduce somebody new to my <laughs> sphere of friends. It's so nice in the office and so on. So, yeah. It's nice to it. have this diversity here. And we learn actually so much from each other. And also, as you said, like the ways of working, the ways of seeing things. Before we wrap up, I asked you to maybe prepare any last words or maybe any tips or how to succeed. What are your final words you would like to share with the audience? Maybe it's exactly what you were saying. It's to be prepared. It's surely a very, very good way of being successful and reaching your goal to be every time and everywhere prepared. But that's it. A point I added now that you were mentioning it. Otherwise, I've been practicing a lot of sports in a um, competition's way as well. And I realized from this experience that the trainings are that the trainings part of everything was uh, the, the most important parts uh, before going on the court and playing uh, your games. So that's uh, what I think is important. Um, where you can get the success. So it's the work before getting that goal, before reaching that goal. It's all the work that you put there, the perseverance of doing it, the acceptance of uh, hard working and so on. So it's the path maybe to the goal, so which make it uh, then you are successful with in your life. So enjoy the path there and be concentrated also to that because maybe there's curve you have to turn uh, that you were not planning. So everything which is before the success, which is important. Preparation is key. Yeah. Now I really want to know which sports you prepare for and which competitions you go to. 
when I was in Italy, I was in competition for inline skating, but it was speed skating, not that uh, artistic one. So it was speed. in a hall, like yeah, going... exactly going around. <laughs> Everybody think it's stupid. But I loved it. So that was uh, what I was doing when I was in Italy on competition level. Now I'm just doing it for fun. I run marathons with my skating, but it's really just for fun. What I do in a competition where it's tennis. I'm addicted to tennis. I could play tennis every hour and every day and everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to work sometimes. That's the only thing I regret in my life, that I didn't uh, play tennis on a competition level. <laughs> but I do it now at my old age. <laughs> age is nothing but a number. So I think it's amazing that you're playing. And I mean, as I said, it's not too late, so you can still go to competition. Lily, thank you so much for being here with me today and for sharing your stories and your pieces. For everyone listening, thank you for dedicating your time and listening to us. Thanks, Janine, also for inviting me. Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to know more about careers at Zalando, go to jobs.zalando.de. Our next episode is coming in two weeks, and I'll be talking to another guest from inside Zalando about life inside the fashion and tech retail industry. And of course, there are three pieces of me. In the meantime, visit our Instagram page, Inside Zalando, to know more about us.